Now we come to one of the most shocking parts of the revelations. The shooter was apparently a Timcast fan. Yes, look at this. Timcast with Nick Fuentes. Timcast with Elijah Schaefer. Timcast with Elijah Schaefer. In amongst a bunch of other posts, look at this one. Allen Premium Outlets, popular times, as busy as it gets, the time when you would want to go commit an act of mass violence, pretty fucked up. Next thing, hey, Timcast, it's the Tim Pool Show. That's pretty wild. A lot of the Tim Pool Show. A lot of different people, a lot of guests, a lot of white supremacists, neo-Nazis, you know? We're learning more about the victims, including one of them, 20-year-old Christian McCor. He was a security guard on duty when the shooting broke out. Investigators from the FBI, along with local law enforcement officers, searched the home of the suspect, 33-year-old Mauricio Garcia, who allegedly opened fire at a Texas outdoor mall Saturday afternoon. Authorities are reviewing this graphic video showing the moment the gunman stepped out of a vehicle and opened fire at the Allen Premium outlets, sending shoppers running for safety. There's this guy dressed in all black, wearing a vest, has an assault rifle, and he's just shooting at people. Allen police chief saying an officer who was at the mall heard the gunfire and responded, shooting and killing the suspect. Shooter is down. We believe at this point that the shooter acted alone. This surveillance video shows an employee at the mall leading customers to a service corridor. Police secured the scene and evacuated shoppers and employees. I need somebody to take command on the south side of this outlet mall. We've got thousands of people down there now. It was very scary. I seriously thought that I was not going to make it out. Quatina Ely was at the mall. Her parents were outside. He began firing towards them and they began to run and they both fell to the ground. Maybe he thought that he had shot them, so he turned the gun and began shooting in the other direction. The community now mourning for the eight victims who were killed and praying for those who are currently being treated at the hospital. The victims range in age from five to 61 years old. Texas Governor Greg Abbott plans to visit Allen, Texas Sunday afternoon, saying he wants to help begin the process of providing hope and healing. So I've seen all the usual shit, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. And of course, Greg Abbott has come out and said that he actually wants to start putting money into mental health. I want to point this out, by the way. Uh, Abbott blames uh, blame Texas school shooting on lack. This is old, by the way. Texas school shooting on lack of mental health resources. But he reportedly cut more than 200 million from the department that handles them. Texas Governor Greg Abbott seemingly blamed mass shootings on mental health at a press conference last week. However, he cut funding for the department that oversees mental health services in Texas. Experts told CNN a mental health nonprofit has ranked Texas second to last for access to mental health care. As authorities work to determine what the motive was for this outlet mall mass shooting, one avenue that investigators are looking into is if this was a possible act of domestic terrorism. And that's according to multiple law We're enforcement get to that. sources. Melissa Don, ABC News. So you've probably seen all the right-wing uh, pundits putting up a whole bunch of shit about how uh, there's absolutely no evidence or proof that this individual happens to be right-wing. In fact, he's not even white, so how could he be a white supremacist? Why are you implying that this has anything to do with white supremacy? And uh, not all the facts are currently known. So we're going to get to some of the information that has been uncovered by the internet already in terms of this person's socials, because if you have a social media presence on the internet, it's most likely that a lot of people are going to be able to find a whole fucking bunch of shit about it. 
Now, here's some other shit just about Republicans before we go on from the mental health thing. 205 Republicans vote against bail to expand school mental health services. Republicans have spent months scapegoating mental health issues as a catch-all for problems like mass shootings. The 20 House Republicans who voted against the package to address substance abuse and mental health. Mental health parity bill faces Republican opposition. The bill that recently passed the House would place penalties on insurers that don't comply with mental health parity rules. So multiple examples of the Republicans not actually giving two fucks about mental health and then just using it as an excuse when uh, people bring up the very real world uh, reality that mass shootings in America disproportionately happen at a very high rate because they disproportionately have a lot more access to firearms if you compare it to other G20 nations. And I know this was like a talking point that I got into the debate with Tim Pool over because right away he was like, oh, look at that. Uh, really high rates of uh, gun violence in Somalia and uh, other countries. And I was like, yes, um, you should be comparing the United States to other comparable nations. And I know this comes, I, I'm, I'm trying so hard right now not to use terms like developing nations, third world nations, because I think it's, it's very derogatory, especially because those nations in large part are usually. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The impoverished because of the involvement of the United States uh, with intent. Uh, but either way... Uh, if you compare the United States to other G20 nations, uh, especially other Western nations, because they love talking about this Judeo-Western culture, the, the superior Western society. Okay, well, uh, in Canada, we do not have this problem by ratio of the population like the United States does. Neither does Sweden, neither does a lot of places in Europe. The main problem is a access to firearms and a control of firearms that is different in these countries. That's not to say that there isn't mass stabbings. That's not to say that there isn't cars driving into people. But that argument, once again, kind of falls flat because it's like, oh, what, are we going to ban SUVs now? Well, why don't we do this thing where we have a licensing program that any single person that wants to use this tool and or device has to have a license to be able to carry that device and have it be federally applied so that we can always know whether or not people are going to be in the possession of firearms. And they, hey, here's another thing. What if they have to do training tests and courses before they get those things? Because again, that device, the one that they're going to be obtaining, can only be used for one purpose, and that is to kill things. That is the only purpose that a gun serves. A car can transport you from point A to point B, and still we have more stringent laws for cars and people who drive them. They have to be insured and all this kind of stuff and tracked. There has to be serial numbers that is put onto cars, license plates. There's a lot more shit that goes into that than there is for a device whose only purpose is to kill things. That's it. And yes, mass shootings can happen because of causes like mental illness or stuff like that, but there's more to this picture. The question is why is this happening? And that's where investigators come in. Yeah, and 24 hours ago at this time, we knew nothing about the shooter. We did not have that memorial behind me. This morning, quite a bit different, that memorial overflowing. We also have a lot more details about who the shooter was and also some possible motivations. Texas DPS identified that shooter as 33-year-old Mauricio Garcia. WFAA did obtain a search warrant that said several handguns, long guns, and ammunition were found inside the Dodge Charger that he drove here to the outlet mall. We could see police looking through that vehicle from our chopper on the day of the shooting. Within hours of the shooting, though, investigators were at a home in northeast Dallas talking to the shooter's parents. 
and also at a Budget Suites hotel room in Dallas where Garcia listed his address. Employees at the hotel confirmed that, yes, he was living there. Now, no word yet on what additional evidence they may have found, but sources for both WFAA and ABC News say that Garcia served in the Army until 2008 when his service ended due to mental health concerns. These same sources say that he's voiced extremist views and a dislike for people of color and Jewish people, but he did not have a criminal history. Federal agents, when they search through that hotel room, they're trying to get their hands on as many of Garcia's belongings as they can. They're hoping that that contains some kind of evidence that gives them a hint as to his motivations or any planning that went into this attack. Now, coming up in 30 minutes, I mentioned that they were at his parents' home. We were in that neighborhood as well while they were talking to them. We talked to some of the neighbors. They gave us an idea of what Garcia's life was like leading up to this attack. So we'll talk about that in 30 minutes, maybe. Absolutely, Chris. And, you know, I, I think one of the things I want to mention is the fact that here at WFAA, I mean, so much of the information that we're getting is from sources. So obviously when the day of the shooting occurred, uh, there's a problem where no one wants to, even if you have 24-hour news cycles, you know, speak out of turn. So you have to watch what you say very carefully, especially before more information is known. One last thing about mental health before I say anything here. So what happened after Reagan's budget cuts? A million children lost reduced-price school lunches, 600,000 people lost Medicaid, and a million lost food stamps. Women, infant, and children could only serve a third of those eligible. WIC provides low-income pregnant women and children with formula and healthy food staples. Nearly 500,000 lost eligibility for aid to families with dependent children, a less stringent pre uh, precursor to TAMF. This caused 2% increase in the total poverty rate, and the number of children in poverty rose nearly 3%. Lack of funding meant public health service hospitals and programs that deployed physicians to rural and urban areas were shut down. More than 250 community health centers were closed. Between 1980 and 1991, 309 rural hospitals and 294 urban hospitals were shuttered. Nearly 1 million Native Americans, let me say this again, nearly 1 million Native Americans lost access to the Indian Health Service's care when eligibility was narrowed. History has taught us that such cuts in health and social programs can have pervasive negative effects on health, William writes. Negative effects were soon evident in the health of pregnant women, children, and adults with chronic disease. There was an increase in women receiving no uh, prenatal care. The overall decline in infant mortality slowed, and an increase in infant mortality in poor areas of 20 states was evident between, and it goes on and on and on, of all the repercussions of this happens. This is a multifaceted problem, and multifaceted problems are very easy for the right to spin. It's very easy for them to take this kind of shit, and then all of a sudden be like, whoa, you want to talk about the guns? Sorry, Second Amendment. And by the way, the only thing that's really going to stop these animals is good guys with guns. And then you're like, well, no, when you actually look at, like, you know, even police officers who talk about what happens in a mass shooting event, it's very hard for them to show up on the scene and just instantly be able to detect who's the good guys and who's the bad guys. Like, not everyone puts on, you know, different colored jackets instantaneously once the shooting breaks out and it's like oh i'm one of the good guys hold on got, got to suit up and then all the bad guys oh yeah sorry sorry us two we'll suit up bang 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 and then the police can be like oh, okay so the guys in the red suits those are the bad guys okay we'll take them out and don't shoot the green suits yeah and hopefully they don't ever switch nothing blah 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 no it, it, it's chaos it's chaos and it creates more violence more uncertainty um it would be nice if that was reality of the situation. It, it would be nice if, if when it comes down to it, uh, people who are uh, saviors, people who are good Samaritans are, are totally fine, uh, you know, stepping up when, when the time and the moment comes. But unfortunately, that doesn't play out. And if you look at something like the Club Q shooting, the Club Q shooting, for example, that's uh, a mass shooting in which there was a hero. 
there was a savior who did not have a gun, but he did have military training and he was capable of discharging the firearm from the mass shooter and then helping other people beat the fucking shit out of that motherfucker. And yes, in that case, a good guy without a gun stopped a bad guy with a gun. Now, I'm not saying that that's like what you should do in these situations. God forbid. No, I think the rules are always if you can hide, hide. If you can run, run. And if you've got no other choice, well, then then you have to fight and then you find any weapon you can in order to protect yourself. But obviously preserve life, save yourselves, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to, this is not like man beats, fights duck versus man fights crocodile versus man fights shark kind of shit, uh, this is human life, it's incredibly sad and serious, um, yeah, Richard Fierro, uh, Richard Fierro, fucking unbelievable hero, and, and maybe the saddest thing I saw all year was, like, just listening to him and his voice, Oof, even thinking about it is, like, making me sad right now, uh, just, like, seeing his friends die before his eyes, and then doing something about it. Gunman and Allen Mall shooting may have had right-wing extremist beliefs. The shooter wore a patch that said RWDS, an acronym for Right Wing Death Squad, according to people familiar with the investigation. The phrase is popular amongst right-wing extremists, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists. The gunman who opened fire on an outlet mall in the Dallas suburb Saturday, killing at least eight people, was a man in his early 30s who may have had white supremacist neo-Nazi beliefs. People familiar with the investigation said Sunday. Um, the shooter had multiple weapons on him and his nearby car, said people familiar with the investigation who spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss the ongoing probe. Authorities have not released a motive, but a patch on his chest said RWDS, an acronym that stands for the Right Wing Death Squad. According to people familiar with the investigation, the phrase is popular amongst extremists, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists, they said. In addition to the weapons found on his Body, investigators found another five guns inside the car nearby. The shooter was uh, injured. Uh, sorry, the shooter injured at least seven people before a police officer who was at the mall on an unrelated call uh, fatally shot him. Uh, Chief Brian Harvey said Saturday authorities believed that the gunman acted alone and there were no further threats. Children were amongst the victims of the Allen Premium Outlets, said U.S. Representative uh, Keith McKinney, uh, who represents the area where local authorities briefed him by phone. And by the way, it needs to be said, this is what you would want if the idea of police existed in your society, police to do. Like, so many mass shootings, they, they behave in the most craven of ways. So this, this is what police are supposed to do, in theory, rather than fucking always making the lives of poor people harder right, is, is actually stepping up and, and doing something when people's lives are in danger. Uh, the assailant used an AR-15 style weapon that had tactical gear. President Biden said on Sunday he was living in a Dallas area hotel at the time of the shooting, according to people familiar with the investigation. Now, as of right now, mainstream media and news on this shooting hasn't covered what I'm about to show you. Uh, but this is something that was uh, sent to me this morning, and it is pretty fucking jaw dropping. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that was a weird segue. This is not what I was talking about. But since it's on the screen, I will talk about this for two seconds. It's this is not this is not it, by the way. That was woof. That was that was that was not that was not my intent. Okay, we needed some comic relief. This is a dark topic. It was it was a dark topic. <laughs> no, this is not what was not what was sent to me, and not what I'm I'm just like holy fuck over. But just for two seconds. If you can avoid it, it's in your best interest to never go to large gatherings of people. The cities are meat grinders. Malls are no longer safe. Just order your stuff online and stay alive. Groceries too. Just pay the premium to have them delivered if you can. Demons walk among us. You don't have to live this way. You you don't have to live in perpetual oh, fear. Yeah. My 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 fellow my fellow humans who are Americans, all right? Because I'm not an American, but goddamn, I don't want Americans to die. I don't want American children to die. I don't want mass shooters to kill people, children, kids. No. It doesn't matter who those kids are, by the way. I'm just as appalled at all the children who were murdered who happened to be going to a Catholic school. That's fucking abhorrent. I don't want this to happen. So why doesn't this happen in comparable nations? 
Why, why isn't this happening to the same degree ratio to the population that is happening in Canada? And, and again, I would point you towards the fact that Canada has gun licensing programs that require you to take a course whose guns are registered, whose transportation of certain weapons have to be told to the police so they are aware of you moving a handgun from one point to another to go shoot it, as well as it has to be in a secured safe, uh, a secured case, uh, and an approved secured uh, case at all times. Now, those might seem like not pure, unadulterated freedom. Uh, you cannot just go on Craigslist and buy a handgun in Canada. You can't do that. I can't go to a gun show and just buy a fucking handgun. I, I I can't do that in Canada. I don't have the freedom. That that's true. But at the same time, you don't see this many fucking mass shootings by racial of the population happening in this country. And no, I'm I'm not scared to go to public gatherings. I'm not I, like I love public gatherings. I love music. I love concerts. I, I I love dancing with other human beings. It's one of the funnest things in the world. Why would we want to move towards a, a society in a direction of everyone gets more and more perpetually afraid of each other, and you all just lock yourselves in your houses 24/7, get all your food and stuff delivered, no one interacts with each other, no one socializes with each other. This sounds like nightmare fuel and it sounds like something that'll perpetuate violence it's, it's going to make people of course more angry more scared more violent all that kind of shit yeah it, it would not surprise me wouldn't wouldn't shock me in the slightest of all of a sudden it's like why are people shooting kids shooting fucking kids when they ring on the doorbell you know why, why is that why, why was there a black teenager who got murdered because he wanted to ask for fucking directions and the person on the other end just from watching fox news 24 7 was just like this is a threat i must terminate the threat they are going to attack me must shoot first before they shoot me stand my ground stand my ground like why does this fucking shit happen it's gonna make it worse uh content warning there's some pretty uh intense revelations that are coming out here took a while but i found the profile on the shooter Texas shooter described in the New York Times article. Investigators are trying to learn why a gunman fatally shot at least eight people at a Texas mall are now examining a social media profile rife with hate-filled rants against women and black people that they believe belong to the gunman. The profile found on the social media site, OK.RU, matches the gunman's birthday and refers to a motel where he was staying before the shooting. The profile also includes language praising Hitler, with references to neo-Nazi websites like the Daily Stormer. On Sunday, officials identified the gunman who was killed on a mall by the police officer as Mauricio Garcia, 33. The motive for the attack remains unclear. Now, a lot of right-wingers, their brains are breaking because they think that they have a pass here this individual is not white so checkmate because only white people can be racist white supremacists only the whites they're the only the only ones you would think by the way you would uh, have a little relief if you're a white supremacist or a fucking right-wing racist to find out that no in fact uh, people who are not white can uphold white supremacy and can also be racist as fuck yes black people can be racist towards indigenous people it does happen yes people who are not white Clean can be room. racist that is a thing and they can also work towards upholding white supremacy that is another thing both 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 of those can be true okay so, I'm not going to click on the YouTube account. If you do, clearly there's a Hitler emoji as uh, the logo for the YouTube account itself. I can't believe that it's still up. So, this is one of those things where I think that the internet has found out information before uh, the mainstream media has caught up to it. The most recent, and this is uh, a journalist for Bellingcat, by the way. The most recent post on his OK profile, basically his manifesto slash suicide note. It closes with a quote from South Park. I don't know if I want to read the shooter's manifesto because I'm told statistically that can play into... Um, 
inspiring other shooters. So if you want to read the manifesto, you can go do so online. Uh, you can see the account on the screen right now of the person who's posting all this information. Uh, that being said, of course, it, it does speak pretty highly of far right as well as white supremacists, as well as neo-Nazi rhetoric. Um, multiple logos, including this one here, which is the right wing desk rod we talked about before. Uh, it was doing uh, Zodiac Killer fucking inscriptions. Now, here's where we get to how do we know what we know? How, how are we going to figure this one out? How do we know that this person happens to have neo-Nazi or white supremacist beliefs? Hmm. I mean, they could, they could be different organizations that go by SS, you know, like the, the super squad or something. I, I don't know. That, he, that could be a Buddhist symbol. That that was also a Buddhist symbol. It could 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 be that you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're Hindu. I, I'm not entirely sure. Could could be those things. Like, what the fuck do you need? Do you do you need the motherfucker to like straight up? And this in this case, it's pretty much happening. But do you need the motherfucker to straight up just scream? I am a neo-Nazi and a white supremacist. I'm now about to commit terrorism and an act of violence because I'm a neo-Nazi and a white supremacist. That's who I am. That's what I'm about. Now I'm about to go do the thing. And then even then, you'd probably still have the Matt Walshes and the Crowders being like. Well, what even is a white supremacist? What, what even is a Nazi? You know, well, how, how are we supposed to know that's bad? Now we come to one of the most shocking parts of the revelations. The shooter was apparently a Tim Cast fan. Yes, look at this. Tim Cast with Nick Fuentes. Tim Cast with Elijah Schaefer. Tim Cast with Elijah Schaefer. In amongst a bunch of other posts, look at this one. Allen Premium Outlets, Popular Times... As busy as it gets, the time when you would want to go commit an act of mass violence, pretty fucked up. Next thing, hey, Tim Cast, it's the Tim Pool Show. That's pretty wild. A lot of the Tim Pool Show, a lot of different people, a lot of guests, a lot of white supremacists, neo-Nazis, you know, Elijah Schaefer, Nick Fuentes, for sure. That's a neo-Nazi and a white supremacist. You know, I'm not calling Schaefer a neo-Nazi, I'm calling him a white supremacist because he is a white supremacist and he's a massive-ass racist. Also, uh, an alleged sexual assaulter. That's why he was fired from the blaze. But I digress. Wow, what a surprise. When you have a rotating carousel of far-right guests on your show, someone who happens to be a neo-Nazi white supremacist and commits an act of extreme violence can say they were inspired by that. Maybe I should pull up, hold on, uh, Ben Shapiro, Mosque Shooter, this is going to go back in time, uh, Washington Post, Montreal Gazette, not sure if you remember this horrifying act of violence that took place in Canada, I didn't incite the Mosque Shooter, conservative pundit Ben Shapiro insists, this evil piece of human crap happened to be somebody who had seen a few of my tweets, said Ben Shapiro of the Quebec Mosque Shooter. High-profile American conservative commentator Ben Shapiro is firing back at critics who accused him of inciting the Quebec boss shooter. Not saying the name. Shapiro, columnist, podcaster, and editor-in-chief of the Daily Wire website, was at the top list of a Twitter feed, was visiting in the month before he attacked the Quebec mosque, killing six Muslim men and injuring another five. An RCMP document presented at the sentencing hearing last month showed the killer checked uh, Shapiro's Twitter feed 93 times more than any other conservative pundits twitter feeds it, it it topped it it was it was at the fucking top you can see a list of them when they show you the giant list but shapiro 93 times and this was around the time that ben shapiro had the video that he has since now i'd see they're hidden or he's not uh, proudly uh, hosting it on his main site the myth of the ma uh, radical muslim minority 
And the whole video was, you guessed it, a whole bunch of misinterpretation and skewing a few research polls to scare people that Muslims are going to kill the whites to get everyone super, super afraid. And when you listen to the interview of the shooter, the Quebec Mall shooter, he genuinely is crying and saying that he believed what he was doing was being done to save his family and friends. He's like, he's in tears while they're just like, you know, you're fucking, you're in a ton of fucking shit. You just murdered a bunch of people. He's like, I, I genuinely believe that, like, I, I was doing the right thing. Like, I, I had to, I had to stop them before they killed us kind of thing. Now, all of these motherfuckers, they always get plausible deniability, as will Tim Pool in this case, right? He's, he's going to have plausible deniability because, oh, fine, uh, I happen to be one of his favorite sources. He loves watching my videos when I have white supremacists on, but that's because I had white supremacists on, and, and he just liked the white supremacists. He liked the white supremacists as the guests. That's that's what he liked. It wasn't my show, and he probably watched other people as well, right? He probably, uh, it can't just be me. I'm sure he watched Nick Fuentes' channel, uh, if he liked Nick Fuentes, and then he ended up watching my video with Nick Fuentes on my channel as well, so blah, blah, blah. But but yeah, it's the plausible deniability that'll never actually get any of them labeled with stochastic terrorism. Matt Walsh can always say, well, it wasn't me, even though I was showing you the Boston Children's Hospital and I was talking about it on a really large platform and I was showing you all of the email addresses and the phone numbers of a lot of the people who work there. That's all public information, by the way. I was not doxing them. I was just presenting you with public information. And then when a whole bunch of those same people got death threats uh, and then the hospital itself got multiple bomb threats, well, that wasn't me. Because Libs of TikTok was doing that as well. Yeah, there was and Andy No. Andy No was posting that shit. Christopher Rufo as well. In fact, there was a lot of right wingers doing that. Sure, I might be one of the most popular ones, but guess what? I'm not the biggest. Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson was doing the exact same thing. That's on Fox News. That's on national television. Hey, Matt Walsh is not a stochastic terrorist. Matt Walsh did not inspire anyone. Come on, you know that higher eye check. Uh, all of this just happens to be these. Th these are uh, lone gunmen. Uh, they're they're you know they're they're mentally ill, and uh, it's unfortunate and it's a tragedy. Uh, thoughts and prayers. More thoughts and prayers. There you go. You know, all together. Evidence presented at the shooter sentencing hearing this morning includes a list of some of the Twitter accounts that he was checking in the months before he killed six men at the Quebec City Mosque. And then if we look at the list itself. Just to put this on blast. At the very top of the list, Ben Shapiro, editor-in-chief of the Daily Wire uh, and animateur of the Ben Shapiro show, uh, author Truth Revolt, 93 times. 93. Tucker Carlson, popping in at number three, proudly with 47 over here. Baked Alaska, the alt-right shithead. 33. All right. Richard Spencer. You all know Richard Spencer. Yeah. Richard Spencer, the neo-Nazi. Uh, so he had 21. Sorry. Alt-right. He did He did rebrand himself as an alt-right individual. Paul Joseph Watson. You've heard his rants about the Jews. Paul Joseph Watson does not like Jewish people. No. In fact, he's quite an anti-Semite. Yes. But uh, 21. Also, as you probably also know, hates Muslims. Yes, he hates Muslims. Absolutely hates them. And uh, has spread a lot of fear-mongering about Muslims. And and that's probably playing a little bit into this. What, what do we have here? David Duke, Kellyanne Conway, Alex Jones, Mike Serenovich, and Coulter. And again, oh, Steve Bannon's even on the fucking scoreboard. And again, plausible deniability, right? Uh, was it really fucking Breitbart that inspired him? Was it Gavin McInnes? Was it Laura Ingraham? Was it David Duke, head of the KKK? Kellyanne Conway, Alex Jones, who knows? Who knows? I mean, you would probably think that Ben Shapiro, especially with that video that he came out with at the time, the myth of the radical Muslim minority, you would think that Ben Shapiro would have a, a bit of influence in all of this. Just going to say. But hey, even though the shooter was a fan or enjoyed watching Tim Pool's show frequently, these are multiple different guests, by the way, multiple different episodes of the show. It's not 
to say that he was necessarily inspired by anything those guests on Tim Pool were saying, even though those guests on Tim Pool were white supremacists who spread white supremacist rhetoric. Yep. Worth noting that the Allen shooter didn't have any friends or groups on his OK profile. He used it like his personal diary. He may have chosen OK because it has virtually zero content uh, moderation. And this is the fucking horrifying, just like, holy fuck, the fact that he posted this. Allen Premium Outlets, as busy as it gets, just gruesome. People want a quick solution. The long-term solution here uh, is to address the mental health issue. And I hear our governor talking about mental health issues. We're always going to have mental health issues. But if we don't do something about the guns, the people killing guns, then we're going to continue to have the same thing happen. A first responder on scene to the Allen, Texas outlet mall shooting is rejecting Governor Abbott's excuses for why there can't be more done about gun laws. So I'm going to get to several videos in this uh, segment. I'm also going to break down yet another mass shooting. And while I'm not going to name names because I don't care to publicize the individuals that are behind this, I do want to give you some... Someone I know almost went to the Allen Mall the day of the shooting. God damn, thank God they didn't, Winston. Holy shit. Tim's speech from today after this came out, someone pushed uh, onto the tracks, more slander of Neely, and then the wall of anti-trans stuff, and also getting super big mad at me. <laughs> I, lo I love that he quote-tweeted me. Or sorry, sub-quote-tweeted me. He didn't quote-tweet me. He, oh, I forget what the name of it is. When you are clearly talking about someone, but you refuse to, like, say them by name. Um, sub is subtweet? Is subtweet? But I can't believe he subtweeted me twice. <laughs> like, everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah, subtweet. Everyone knows, Tim. Jesus. Um, I'm, I'm not going to read the shooter's manifesto for the simple reason of, I just want to point out to the fact that someone is pointing this out with the manifesto. Flashback to Robert Evans stating in a 2019 Bellingcat article how mass shootings have been, quote, gamified, and the Allen shooter is now talking about having a, quote, decent kill score in Nashville. And in the uh, in the manifesto itself, which I'm like currently looking at off screen, obviously, um, there is a discussion about getting a high amount of death uh, and also talking about things, uh, you know, it's anti-LGBTQ+, uh, as you would probably guess, very white supremacist, as you would probably guess, um, all that kind of shit. Um, yeah, uh, I'm assuming they posted the fake Russian profile in response to the fact that a trans person shot kids and they are terrified while the LMS shooter's profile on the Russian social media site has been found. He posted Nazi tattoos and reconnaissance photos. I'm assuming they posted the fake Russian profile. Fake Russian profile? What makes it fake? How? What's your evidence that it's fake? There's There's an overwhelming abundance of evidence that it's real. I haven't seen anything that would indicate that this is uh, fake. It would like for this to be fake, they would have had to have made this social media profile and populated it with a lot of very key information that would be incredibly difficult to know unless you were directly in correlation. Like you, you would have to be in contact with the shooter first off, but you would have to have the patience to be making this fake social media profile for a while. It didn't just pop up after the fact, you know. Context about who this person is, what's in their background, the kind of views they espoused because it helps to inform a lot of this and, and what's, you know, been going on just generally. But uh, first here, actually. Uh, make sure you go through the whole thread. Another friend showed up. Uh, one last thing noticed by uh, Jake Godin. Uh, the Allen shooter was a big fan of libs of TikTok. What? And side off on one of his posts with Heil. Oh, I'm not going to say it out loud. You know what it is. HH. Uh, this post was inspired by libs of TikTok. It's at the fucking top. Wow. So this isn't the, uh, this isn't the, um, 
the manifesto, so I'll read a little bit of it. I had this teacher who was supposed to be this chemistry teacher, but she used the class to promote the Jewish, my diversity, hippie bullshit. I was starting to go right wing. She would, did, do you know that Lives in TikTok is Jewish, by the way? Uh, politically correct crap, like we all bleed red. There's only one race, and that's the human race. I didn't know what to say at the time. I know what I would say now. Animals bleed red, but not the, but they're not considered human. If that's one thing that the race rate, yeah, this is a fucking, this is a neo-Nazi white supremacist of the highest order. Of the highest order. Jesus. Yeah. It just it goes on and on and on. The PC teacher said it was tragic that I was a Hitler fan and that he was notoriously evil. Well, I'm a fan of all things evil. Hmm. Hmm. Before I even get to breaking down this, what happened in this uh, this shooting, the reason why I cover, even though I, oh my god, we- this okay, look at look at what he posted for for the people who were confused about how a white supremacist might not be white. Latino children act black, become white supremacist. This is him posting this. How much evidence do you fucking need? Like, oh my word, when the writing is on the wall. Is it, like, he's just saying it out loud. There it is. Much as I hate covering these stories, and I often don't cover them. I, there's a lot of them I don't cover. I feel like because I am a Canadian, I can offer a bit of a different perspective than your typical, you know, American news commentator, because we don't have this problem. Canada has issues, not perfect, but this issue we do not have, and we are right next door. So any excuses around, oh, it's just the mental health. You don't think other countries have mental health issues? Oh, it's the culture, it's movies and video games. You don't think Canadians, Europeans play shooting games? We do, and and we watch the violent movies. We like them. We we get all the American violent movies. We don't we don't like Quebec has its own kind of you know whole cinema world, and obviously Denis Villeneuve is one of the greatest directors working today. Uh, and just to piss off the Quebecois, I'm not going to say that he's Quebecois. He's Canadian. That's what his passport says. That's right, motherfuckers, come at me. Yeah, that's that's Canada's fucking director, baby. Uh, sorry, I, I'm digressing. Um, but yeah, we watch a lot of violent shit. Play a lot of violent video games. Love, love fucking violent video games. I love violent video games. I am not a violent person. I hate getting in fights. I have only been in fights defensively or to stand up for other people, and I fucking hate it. Getting hurt sucks. I don't like it. I don't like hurting people, and I don't like being hurt, okay? That's not who I am. But of course, I love playing violent video games. It's a fantasy. I, I want to be a fucking Viking who can fly and cut off people's heads in a fantasy world because it's silly and fun, and yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy that, you know? I, I can tell the difference between fantasy and reality. I, I, I can finish that and then like be like, well, that was a video game I was just playing. Good thing, because otherwise I might be inspired to somehow learn how to fly and then cut off people's heads with my giant Viking axe, but luckily I'm not going to do that today. You know? Art is fun. Art is, art is fun. It is, it is truly fun. Watch action movies. The issue is the guns. Yeah. The issue is a total lack of gun regulation. That's the problem. So... Let me first break down the story. As uh, with CNN here, since I'm not going to read too much about this, but here are their points. Eight people were killed and at least seven others wounded when a gunman opened fire at Allen Texas Outlet Mall on Saturday. The shooter, who was killed by police outside the mall, has been identified as a 33-year-old man. The gunman has or was armed with an AR-15 style rifle. According to the source, investigators are looking at his potential extremist ties, which I'll get to more on in a second here. Uh, and the victims in the attack 
range in age from 5 to 61 years old. All right. And several more remain in hospital. Okay. Um, oh, oh, Dave of the Surfs just sent me this. This is such a good fucking comment. Twitter doesn't have that much of a main character of the day anymore. Instead, we just discover a new stupid thing and all the check marks believe it. <laughs> The new thing is the check marks are the main character. That's true. Check marks are the new main character of Twitter. It's like the worst possible take you can see, and then all the top replies are just like, "Well, see, for me, I reinstalled the the plugin because I just I couldn't live without it." And so the once again, when I go to those things, just like blah 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 blah. But every single time, it's like, "Oh yes, all the check marks are getting together right now to have the fucking all agree NPC in tandem in this fucking shitstorm of a nuclear take." I first want to show you this this video here. So this is a you're going to see an account from Steven Spainhauser. He was one of the first people that arrived there. He was there before the cops were there. His son works in one of the shops in the mall, and uh, here is what he had to say about his experience. First girl I walked up to was crouched down, covering her head in the bushes. So I felt for a pulse, pulled her head to the side, and she had no face. But Spainauer says he found a child that survived while covered by his protective mother who died. And so when I rolled the mother over, he came out and I asked him, are you okay? And he said, you know, my mom is hurt, my mom's hurt. So rather than traumatize him anymore, I put him around the corner, set him down. He was covered from head to toe like somebody had poured blood on him. It's so fucking horrifying, especially when like you hear all the stories. There's that one person who tried to check like a little girl's pulse and then turned her over just to find out that like she didn't have a face. Like that level of just sheer carnage and horror. And yeah, I I don't want it to. No one wants this. No one wants this to happen globally. You know, like what happens in other countries when there's mass shootings? What what just happened in Serbia, for example, or what happened in Australia after there was that mass uh, shooting a long time ago? It's like, oh shit, this is a really big problem. We should probably address the problem. What's the problem? The problem might be that that person had access to very powerful firearms. You know, ones that the military has, and that kind of shit can really cause some carnage. That's true. That's true. Japan doesn't really have a lot of guns at all. They do have mass stabbings. They have a very big problem with people doing mass stabbings, but they don't have mass shootings problems for that. So it's the guns. It's the guns, force amplifiers, that's what they are. And because they are deadly weapons, maybe we should look into some kind of a system in which people have to both register them, have to take a course before they can buy them, need a license and need to maintain a license and take a test in order to be able to acquire the ability to use them because their only purpose is death. And if they are a really powerful firearm, then it's mass death. Like you all watched when I was showing you that like 3D video footage of the difference between like someone shooting a pistol, right? Like just a regular bullet that just flies through the body as long as it doesn't hit bones or major organs and stuff and then penetrates and can sometimes come out another side depending on what it's about to hit versus an AR-15 rifle where it just fucking goes like this it's just sheer carnage and when like paramedics show up on the scene they're not even able to save the people because it's like it's not as if it's a clean wound where they can extract a bullet so you don't get sepsis and then try and stop the bleeding it's just you have ripped the person's organs apart that they are just completely like why do human beings need these weapons of war like is the freedom so necessary for the idea of you one day being able to take down a tyrannical government when it seems like a lot of these people are also the ones who are completely fine with having a tyrannical government <laughs> this is just the wild aspect of this entire thing right it's like hey yeah that donald trump he's looking all right uh why don't we uh, why don't we vote for him and it's like well he's kind of a fascist yeah well <laughs> he doesn't like the queers though and they're de de degenerates and destroying societies let's get that donald trump in there you know he's gonna he's gonna make things all right the u.s military has a lot of fucking guns too a lot of guns 
Worlds, there would be nothing more horrifying and nothing I want to avoid more than a full-scale civil war in the United States. I say that as a as a Canadian. I don't want to see a fucking mass war break out in the United States where there's full-on, well-trained, well-armed, well-fucking-funded militias who are suddenly trying to take over the country and march it towards fascism. That sounds like a fucking horror show, you know? Do you enjoy the surfs but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice, we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel Kay, Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Katie, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropofojak, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.